0: Hey listeners, you're listening to Nightmare Junkhead.
1: Nightmare
0: Junkhead! With Genius McGee and Greg D. I'm G.E. Saul Guerrero from Lucha Gore Productions. <laughs> Gore is love,
1: In and out of your consciousness, like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a horror podcast where at least one half of it still adds milk to both omelets and scrambled eggs. Plebe. (laughs) My name is Greg D. (laughs) I'm Genius McGee. (laughs) And on today's episode, we continue our celebration of shark timber as we wade into the genetically spliced water... That is 1999's Deep Blue Sea. And whether your hat is like a shark's fin or not, you can listen into our show. Simply search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played. <laughs> Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, we'll download directly to your listening device of choice.
0: All up in your deepest, bluest hole.
1: And it's moments like that
0: where I really kind of
1: wish we had video... There's just something a little right enhanced with right, that. right. It's you know what <laughs> I I think we should one of these days. Well, I know you're all
0: about being as much as you can on the. Remember, I'm behind the curtain. You're in front right. of the curtain. We can, we, you know, what? we can make avatars. How about we? How about we have animated versions of us where it's just like? Dude,
1: that costs money that yeah that's come true. on now come on that's now true. once a month shutter shout out that's about all you're going to get for that we
0: we're barely paying the bills as it is <laughs> let's
1: just say <laughs> a Jesus hat is like moves. a shark's fin genius has moves now uh we're out technically flowing into the uh waters that is the social media uh you can find us on twitter at nightmare junk on facebook at nightmare junkhead and it is on that book of face where we have an events tab, which leads to... Shenanigans! And I lost where I was going with the shenanigans. (laughs) This episode (laughs) is going to be safely released on Friday, September 15th. Uh, If you find yourself waiting in the Kansas City area, head on over to ScreenLand.com, where they will have your random shenanigans taken care of. Indoors. And virtually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or outdoors, I should say. Yeah. Uh, But that being said... What we can say to stay on target is the Friday Night Fright tab, Mm -hmm. because the Friday this episode is releasing, (laughs) our Friday Night Fright, Genius (laughs) McGee.
0: Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) And I when we posted about this the first time, that's all I had to put with... (laughs) Well... We often talk of the (laughs) peripheral viewing experience. This is right up there with Sleepaway Camp. It is. It's right up there because I just want to see the people's jaw drop because if I said it once, I said it a million times, you never forget your first shunting.
1: 1989's Brian Usna Classic Society, which... And thankfully, I believe uh, film family member Charles was like, uh, this is going to be my third in theater shunting. <laughs> Congratulations.
0: <laughs> well, we know who's not going to be there. Well, even We're not better, surprising him on that
1: one. Even better, I know uh, film family member Chad said it'll be his first time. Uh, Metal Mike said yeah, it's going to be yes, his first time.
0: it's going to be Metal Mike's first time. It's going to be grand. <laughs> so, sh- so if
1: it is going to be your first shunting... Please bring a poncho.
0: (laughs) Bring a a tux and a poncho. (laughs) It's going to get wild and weird. We're putting up the beaded curtains. It's indeed going to be put up. Now,
1: (laughs) looking forward then to the following Friday Night Fright. And it's a film that has been a Friday Night Fright. Mm -hmm. It's a film that we did an entire episode on the main feed. And it's a film that is now very much a yearly tradition at Screenland. Uh, But anytime we get to break out Robert Eggers' the beach
0: yes indeed we are going to be living deliciously
1: (laughs) and given kind of the rise should we put
0: subtitles on
1: (sighs) you know no we we all need to suffer through and just be immersed because the longer you're in it and believe me i know there's going to be some first timers out there but you keep coming this back to this This is divisive. Movie. This is
0: divisive. And you know what? Here's the thing. And I'm not saying, well, like, I mean, it's super divisive because I l- genuinely love this movie, right? But it falls in the camp of, like, when people are like, oh, it's the best movie and Hereditary and Midsommar and The Vitch. And I'm like, you know, one out of three ain't bad, <laughs> right? So, like... It's It's, I'm that kind of gray area type situation where when people are like, "Oh, you just don't," and I'm on my soapbox again. Get off my lawn, and we're going everywhere. But I genuinely think the witch is just filled with dread from the jump. I'm a fan of Eggers, and let's just say it's also very Stephen King approved. Very Stephen King approved, and goes places. And those uncanny twins, they can fuck the fuck off. Yes, they can. (laughs)
1: That's truly terrifying from the first time I viewed them
0: to now, now kind of dreading. Black black like they're, they're as, almost mm. as bad as the human lie that lives in the babysitter's uh, bed.
1: You're not kidding. They're,
0: they're fucking weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> now that being said, other repertory screenings, uh, they're going to be happening on the weekend of the 15th and a film that it's, it's a it's a namesake film. It's by Robert Altman. It's an I've seen that mm-hmm. Kansas City.
0: Yeah, I've seen and I've seen that for me. But I know it's got like because it's Robert Altman. It's got like a
1: stock cast. Jennifer Jason Leigh,
0: mm-hmm. I believe, is the lead. Uh, Harry Belafonte is the bad guy. I really need to see it. Yeah, because he's underrated as an actor.
1: I, I, oh, Harry Belafonte? Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. In fact, um, there's a really good documentary on Netflix that actually highlighted what he kind of actually didn't get to do mm-hmm. in Hollywood based on everything politics gone, and everything race. yeah, yeah. Uh, it was fascinating society <laughs> yeah just damn society he needed his own shunting but it's it's i'm actually very much looking forward to it especially but especially with Altman mm-hmm. uh, from the long goodbye which is actually one of those that was phenomenal to see, To even like watching MASH for the first time back in the day.
0: That's the one with Elliot Gould, right? That's yes. the one that I still
1: got to watch that one. That's great. And Elliot Gould's in MASH. He's just one of those players. I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up Probably. in Kansas City. Now, an- another one that's technically, and I've seen that for me, uh-huh. and we were talking off mic about our love of one Danny DeVito, uh-huh. but also looking at the movies he's directed. Oh, yeah. And they're all
0: dark, no, not surprisingly. Well, they're dark. Yeah, absolutely. Because even Matilda is dark. Mm-hmm. Matilda it's is years. dark, but like it's for kids. But Death to Smoochie is is great. It's I saw that in the theater. I saw it in the theater. I don't remember if it was with mom or if it was a solo viewing, mm-hmm. but I remember just like like this movie's fucked up. <laughs> he makes these cookies trying to set. There's this great scene where he makes these cookies and he's trying to sabotage everybody because. He's dark Robin Williams, which is great.
1: Anytime Robin Williams goes dark. Yeah. yeah.
0: And unprofessional. And so he uh, makes these cookies. And next thing you know, they're like dicks. And so he has Smoochie has to like, ah, they're rocket chips, kids. Yay. And it makes him more endearing. He's like, fuck. Oh, it's great. It's great.
1: (laughs) And then uh, anime club meeting. Mm -hmm. So let's throw this out here. Uh Neon Evangelion 3.0 Thrice Upon a Time.
0: Neon Evangelion? Yes. Thrice Upon a Time, Thrice so that's movie 3. I I am familiar with the series, but I am not steeped in the lore. So It's it's intimidating. Yeah. It's intimidating. Yeah, there's multiple timelines and shit, I think. So I'm like, okay, cool. And I feel I'm like... just barely good enough catching up with Shin Kamen Rider, which is on Prime. But yeah, and if you have not
1: watched that, it's that was such a lovely surprise to watch with the crowd great. because they were, I think even the diehards were just as surprised as we are. We were with the sudden violence at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but then um, on Saturday outdoors, a movie I actually know I'm going to be at uh-huh. uh, just because if I ever have to, if somewhere on the street where i ask me like my favorite John Carpenter movie, mm-hmm. I can without a doubt say this film is my favorite all time like John Carpenter film and uh-huh. walk away not feeling bad, even right. if it's not necessarily right because Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, it's a fantastic film. Is one of the just peak Carpenter movies.
0: That's not the correct answer, but it's not an incorrect answer. No, no, you know what I'm saying. But
1: if I just was like, Yeah, Big Trouble in Little China, cool, exactly, right? You wouldn't find too many people that might argue against that, right?
0: Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not the correct answer, but it's not the it's not an incorrect answer. It just so it's just a, it's a good answer because it's such one of those movies that either you get it or you don't, you and know. No and no one got it when it was released. I know, and but it's so good. It's just bumbling Kurt being as charming as shit while all this magical chaos is going on behind him. Indeed, it's great. <laughs> it is great. Yeah,
1: it's gonna play well outdoors. Uh, very much looking forward to that. But oh man, you know. What I had been looking forward to, and I will say a peek behind the curtain, I was I knew of the lineup uh, for this year's Shocktober. But it was finally revealed, all of the films that are playing uh, in the month of October at Screenland, uh, which technically means we can now say... Three, three more weeks, weeks till Nerdoween, 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 three, three more weeks till Nerdoween.
0: A uh, scheidenfreude. Ja, kinders, it's yet... It. It's yet, Kinders. It's time, kids. we 9. 9 is the pun for the number and the German word for no. This the year's theme is we're bashing Nazis. Yes, kids, all night long we're bashing Nazis. So grab your tickets. Go to Screenland.com and get your tickets now, kids. It's yet. It's yet. It's yet, kids. It's yet, Kinders. And
1: honestly, by the time this episode releases, we We may be
0: sold out. Mm -hmm. Tickets have been selling really quickly. If we can get... To number one, we'll want to get to number one, but we need your help to get to theater one. I don't know if they would necessarily move us to one, but if they sell out that early, maybe. If we can get to number one, we need your help to number one, so spread the word so we can get
1: to number one. And if we are in number two or number one, now we're using bathroom code, this is not good, (laughs) Uh, but we're going to be taking in three. Horror
0: films. Horror films built. all rolled
1: around, around beating the shit out of Nazis. And one of them is going to be a first time viewing for me, which I'm really excited Ooh, for. which one? The first one.
0: Ooh, oh, that's right.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, actually, I'm really impressed with because I was able to introduce you and Dustin to
0: it. Yes, absolutely. And became my easily favorites. In fact, um, at some point in time, one, one of them, the last one, was in my uh, Halloween movie marathon like okay i'm gonna grab this one and watch it on halloween because and it's so good but
1: it should be say the middle film is one we both saw in the theater as well yes so very large impact
0: i don't know if this is giving it away but this is probably our most contemporary nerdoween it's very contemporary very contemporary that's fine that's fine but we don't you don't
1: know the lineup nine but of course uh costume contest we will be taking donations for casey pet project yes we got to help out the animals and uh, a lot of fun stuff. Again, we always look forward to this. And, yeah, it's built on the wordplay,
0: the pun, from the get-go. Mm-hmm. When we started putting it together. Yeah, I was like, well, because we did eight. So we did eight for Edwin. Edwin eight, And we did uh, Food of the Gods. Uh, two. two. Food of the Gods, two. Um, the Stuff and Blood Diner. It was a good so time. So that kind of gives you for eight for consumption. So if nine, that's gonna be grand now to kick things off
1: officially though with shocktober and mm-hmm. something that has become a yearly tradition of course is being outdoors mm-hmm. with the kansas city horror club yes a lot of vendors
0: aha uh-huh. on the, even the week before on september 30th mm-hmm. we are having at the twin drive in it's our double bacon with cheese where we're showing the og tremors and the og friday the 13th so two kevin bacon movies uh-huh. on the big screen two perfect drive-in Kevin Bacon movies. And cut off short, jean shorts
1: and curves. Oh, yeah.
0: Plus, we're going to have 40 vendors, all with spooky, spooky wares. Um, and it's going to be $10 a car load. So, fucking clown car (laughs) that shit. Spread the word on everything. Spread the horror love. For more of the stuff, go on Kansas City Horror Club on the Book of Face. Um, you can also find us on Twitter and uh, the Gram of Insta, but we don't really do a lot of stuff on that, so it's mostly uh, Facebook. So check it out there. And I'd, I'd like to assume
1: that you know this show... Given kind of who you are has always been unofficially sponsored, right? With the can, right? Been with I the Kansas City Horror yeah, Club. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, at like, like the, the, the fucking banners right up there, Nightmare Junkhead banners right I'm over that there. Guy right now, I've you got know? the hoodie on. I mean, so it's kind of like one and the same, you know. So like, I've always said like Nightmare Junkhead's the unofficial that podcast of the Kansas City Horror Club. And, like, this unofficial sponsor of the Nightmare Junkhead well, is the Kansas City Horror Club.
1: October is just always loaded with so many cool events. It's a lot of good shit. Movies happening. And not uh, just
0: from the club, but, I mean, they're all over the town. I mean, mm-hmm. they're everybody. I know that um, there's a lot of shit going down with the Wild Bar and the um, down in the Macabre Market. And there's stuff going down. Uh, they got stuff going down at Haunt and Kansas City, uh, Worlds of Fun. And, of but, course, we will have our annual...
1: Shocktober preview uh-huh. with a- Adam.
0: And her hangover, a Halloween hangover showed after to everything. Let you know, is said Nerda, done.
1: Let you know how Nerdwing <laughs> Nine actually went down. Uh, but no, and then also it turns out, the end of October, mm-hmm. we're gonna
0: be we're gonna be uh sequo- guest sequo- judges. How's you, that? Yeah, How's I, that? Yeah, I I know not. I nobody can see me air quote, right? So guest judges That's for better. the i f c k c which is the independent film council of kansas city they're putting on a uh horror a short horror film festival you have like a month to make your film uh it all has to be in kansas city or something about kansas city or something mm-hmm. uh for more details go to ifckc.com uh but we're gonna be uh the judges i'm ver- we're gonna I'm be really some of the looking judges forward to that yeah it's gonna be a blast well i
1: even told you though beforehand you know I hate. I always hate being part of like interview committees mm-hmm. uh, at work. Just I always hate like passing judgment. Right. So he was telling. He's like, oh, this is going to give me like such anxiety and guilt somehow or another. But, but we're going to talk. You're going to work. You're going to hold my hand. Yeah, and, and we, get me through this.
0: And we're going to have different. It's going to be like. It's not going to be best of or this. It's going to be like overall. There's going to be like. Uh, uh, best final person category awesome best kill category awesome. you know so it's not necessarily like hey this is the absolute best movie no it's just like hey this part was really good well and i just really i'm looking forward to you know
1: looking at what people are what's new put together with, and, especially yeah, within the parameters
0: the, you know that's gonna be fun that's really
1: cool really cool so thank you for that kind of an opportunity should be a good time yes yeah, so we hope to see you there or at again the plethora of events that are going to be happening at Screenland. Uh, you know, and you know be taking part in being part of their film family, but a uh, mm-hmm. genius if I'm not gonna be talking film family.
0: Hey bellies.
1: We also have our own little collection at Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, today, regardless of your tier, you're gonna hear my thoughts on a jaws adjacent Jaws on Land movie.- uh-huh. And it's one that's been on my radar for quite some <coughs> time actually. <laughs> i've I've used the trailer. A number of times, and it's because, number one, the premise is great, the title is great. It's got both Burt Young and John Saxon. Grizzly. Not Grizzly. Blood Beach. Blood Beach. Yes. Ah. ah. Basically, it's just when you thought it was safe to get to the water, uh huh. you can't get to it now, because there is this underground, it's, it's Blood Beach Crawled. So, tremors could truly So, make it's, it's proto light. tremors. Very much proto tremors. Okay. You've got John Saxon as a captain. So, he has his captain piece. Of course. He's got his salt piece. <laughs> You've got Burt Young as this. Robin Burt Young? Uh, uh, Rocky Burt Young? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that Rocky, Rocky. And a big surprise playing a scumbag detective that was at once one time in Chicago where they would allow you to be a little bit more on PC. So that's to say he probably got some right hazing from saying some things. It's a crazy film, but it, I would say it's one of those movies that I think you would enjoy, but you'd want a little bit more from.
0: <laughs>
1: but it's been on my radar for quite some time, and Shark Timber was the best time to watch it. So regardless of your tier, you're going to hear my thoughts on Blood Beach. Uh, now for access to that, and a whole lot more, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash nightmarejunkhead. Do they wrestle? Do the two of them know they don't actually. Oh, Saxon and Burt Young's like
0: that's a lot of shustle, just just busting open sea international waters. Just all right. I've had enough of your shit, Saxon. Oh, yeah, we'll bring it on. I kick I kick the ass on Kung Fu Island and kick your ass, too.
1: <laughs> that would be intimidating. That's like your two drunk uncles. It's like two walruses
0: that- just going at it. It's like at the end of Tusk.
1: <laughs> just shussle.
0: That's I'd, awful. I'd pay to see that. I, you,
1: you probably actually can uh, actually going by watching some, Blood Beach. Right,
0: probably some Italian movie somewhere. Like, I got you. Oh
1: man. Well, you know what? We're technically going from the waters of Italy mm-hmm. <laughs> last week when we talked with the Great White, <laughs> uh, aka the
0: Last Shark. Okay. And we're going to speaking of the Great White. Yeah. Okay. There was a scene in uh, the movie that we're going to talk about. And from now on, from ever, whenever I see a shark from underneath come up the water, if I don't see that great explosion like we saw in Great White, I'm going to be like a little bit disappointed. And in the movie that we we're going to talk about today at the very beginning, boom. And I was like, "Oh, I was waiting for a big explosion, just like stiff rubber mannequins flying. That's what I want now.
1: What's crazy is with something as, as, as much money in the budget that Deep Blue Sea had, when we say it wasn't quite great white. Right. Wow. Right. That's the kind of impression. And that's when we talk about the charm of certain the practicality, especially. Because I it's. just
0: kind of want to see the man just the, the first of all, the explosion. I wanted, and I wanted, Boom. And I, wanted, <laughs> and I wanted four sexy teen mannequins. <laughs> mannequins. Because when he go when the great white charm comes up, it explodes. It literally <laughs> the, the thing just blows up like it's like dynamite. Oh, C four. Like from the crotch, from the crotch. Crotch and Vic Morrow himself. Dixie Dynamite, baby. Right. Dixie Dynamite. (laughs) T and Taint. (laughs) That is
1: to say, (laughs) I'm glad we went to Italy. (laughs) For Shark For Shark Because
0: like at the beginning of Deep Blue Sea, I know we haven't even begun to talk about the movie. When they're all the four sexy teens are there, I even turned to you like, man, I kinda wish they were like they blew mm-hmm. up. We were disappointed. Right. Everyone else was having a blast. We were like, like Aw. Aw.
1: <laughs> if you knew what we'd do. Well, and <laughs> it's really funny too because <laughs> this episode only exists because I kinda I kinda You're Your it Faustian audible. bargain?
0: I do well. Your deal with the devil.
1: Um, If any of you uh, actually went back to some of our previous episodes, (laughs) uh, we did indeed uh, watch Deep Blue Sea as part of Friday Night Frights, Mm -hmm. and we are coming fresh off the day after that screening, and had such a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a blast. Just from start to finish, that I looked at you and I was like, hey, um, what would you say if we bumped one of the movies we were going to talk about till maybe next Shark Timber? Uh-huh. And you kinda looked at me like, well, <laughs> if we do this, you may not like what
0: we'll be watching next Shark Temper. Right? You're like, if you're calling your auto if you're calling your shot now, I think I might forego, if you choose I think of might win in my wishmaster voice too. I'm like, if you choose this route, then you forego any other choice you'll have the next year. For you know you are forsaking Shark Sharknado. <sighs> Yes, I am aware. Very well. You may not like the outcome of what we come forth on the sharks. So, like, so next month, next September, um, we're going to the Dregs, and I'm afraid I haven't even looked towards next year to see if there's like four or five <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna. Find, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna always find something that's great to talk about. But, but we're 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 definitely. You know, I'm gonna have to hunt that copy of Saw Women's Prison Massacre. It's, down that, it's gonna it's happen coming. it's gonna happen that's been that's for it's lore at this point right <laughs> when we just started
1: talking about doing this you're like oh by the way there's this one movie because there's also trailer park shark <sighs> and like oh my yeah oh, i'm already yeah what you can't see <laughs> is the shakes
0: mm. i'll make sure it's well,
1: entertaining but like that it, is to say never underestimate the power of a good theatrical experience mm-hmm. And I want to just talk a little bit about Friday Night Frights and what we've been doing now for uh, you know about three years uh, with Screenland. Has it been three years? It's already? been three years. Yeah, oh. yeah. Post pandemic, basically, we wanted, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of the goal was, um, sadly, since we lost you know the Draft House and Terror Tuesday, yeah, was to try to replace you know a weekly S- something communal and something that's horror based. Mm-hmm. And it was always easy for me on Terror Tuesdays because I teach on Tuesdays. So I was already out, so nine thirty wasn't tough for me. Yeah, but I know for a lot of people, it's tough to get back out.
0: Yeah, it is absolutely tough to get it back out, and like, <laughs> and even even on a Friday, sometimes
1: it can be tough. Mm-hmm. But that's when we realized that you know there was a gap to fill. And listen, every town has a Friday night frights or something along those lines. We know it's not original. But we wanted
0: to provide something consistent, consistent, something old school, something not necessarily interactive, but something no. like special, something a little bit more like not necessarily. I, I was thinking I was talking to one of the uh, uh, Screenland workers and I was like, I kind of miss back of the Alamo days where we used to give out props and like and like throw shit. But I feel bad because we're so uh, Screenland is like not as big no, and 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 definitely like. The workers would have to work twice as hard. You know, nobody wants people throwing shit at stuff now, you know? Well,
1: what we've been able to do, I think, in these past three years is not only establish truly like a Friday Night Fright film family, mm-hmm. but more than anything is to hopefully add value to what is Screenland uh-huh. and to separate it from like B&B, amc cinemark mm-hmm. to know that ideally if you're going there
0: you're, you're gonna have a good time uh, hopefully 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 <laughs> so, it also depends on the movie and if everything's working and like and
1: that is also to say our apologies to
0: anyone who was there for alligator, alligator. i and Ooh. i think i was i was more disappointed and mad at myself no. because like i was well. hyped i was hyped up i was fucking I hyped our hubris sadly right. came to bite us in the in the ass quite right. literally as a giant alligator we walked the plank exactly and we oh, found out I'm bringing my blu-ray from *Dust to dawn <laughs> hey I was gonna be like it's gonna be like mannequin too. ain't nothing gonna fucking stop us now <sighs>
1: that being said though ideally memorable yes and be it be it from the fact that we always try to provide about a 10 to 15 minute pre-show mm-hmm. and even if we're in theater one or two We'll always try to have like some music going in the back, but ideally to just give you a little bit more. And then of course there's our normal yakety schmackety, of which we try to at least enhance a bit of what we're talking about. And thankfully it's always funny. If I ever have to row solo, you know, again, you do all the iffy stuff, but it's the funny stuff that you're natural with. Man, I'll throw something out, and I'll get a boo. I'll be like, y'all, I'm doing the best I can. If genius is in here, that's as funny as it gets, okay? And that's just also to say, when we did uh, for Deep Blue Sea, when in the midst of our intro... I got were, a boo! I got a corny I don't boo. remember which kind of dad joke you threw out, but indeed, a couple. They gave you, and it was a, a friendly boo. It was a, hey, let's... They saw the kind of the the, the <clears throat> connection and the parameters that were established. But it's funny
0: because the boo is the person that I asked to leave, but she's also the one that wound up winning the presence, uh, the version of the trivia. So yes, yeah,
1: so. a journey was had. Hopefully, exactly. The deepest, the bluest, and that is to say. Also, we reward nerdy knowledge. We always have giveaways. So the idea is to celebrate. We try the, to. We always try to, but mm-hmm. it, but it's to celebrate these films. Give it a little bit of extra. The trailers. The interactivity. Well, fun. It's Hopefully, it's mm-hmm. fun. But also, it's all in service of the film. Yeah. It's all in service of the movie. That is the main
0: dish. It's the it's, reason why we're here. It's one thing to like, yeah, you're going to the movies, but it's also something like, I look at it as akin to the horror hosts of mm-hmm. like Joe Bob Briggs and Cremation Mortem and shit like that. You know, we're like, hey, this is a great horror movie. You're really going to dig it. And here's why. And for those of you who have seen this a million times, here's something interesting that you might not have. seen. look for this now, you mm-hmm. know, something a little bit more like that. Because I love horror hosts. I absolutely adore it. Like, when I retire, I want to become a horror host. You know what I'm saying? If any of you TV people out there in Hollywood land, right? I want to be a star. So <laughs> well, and that is to also say we both genuinely Love this. these movies. Your yeah. movies we're going to see. Or if there's movies that we don't like, genuinely love, we might sit this one out, you know? Like That's a reason why I uh, hosted Possession by myself. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for everybody else, because <laughs> I almost
1: ruined Death Games for
0: everybody. Death
1: Game <laughs> almost ruined itself until the death ending. Death Games always ruined me. Yeah. <laughs> it truly redeemed itself, but that is, I'd like to think, then. We have fun. We have fun. Uh, journeys have been made. First-time viewings, uh, repeated viewings, and just look giving something ideally to quote one joe lynch thank god it's <laughs> to give you something to look forward to even myself it's just getting through the week watching a movie with people and also cultivating etiquette creating an environment of which people know you you'll be quiet in we the movie theater
0: get, we love what do you say uh, we, we love reactions we, we hate, hate conversations
1: yeah and that's also a big reason why people don't go out to the movies anymore mm-hmm. is pe- people are rude. Yeah. They talk. They have their phones out. And ideally, I'm hoping at Screenland, people understand, kind of like with the Draft House. Shut up. Just don't shut up. You, it is a place where we worship. And that's even better is the whole cathedral bit. Like, I put that in there specifically on purpose, you know.
0: And parishioners, if you're listening. We love you. We love you. And parishioners, if, if any of... Um, If any of your viewing experiences is hindered by any way, please talk to Deacon Genius, and he will (laughs) make sure that that person is then quiet. If not, they will be asked to leave.
1: We'll do it nicely one time.
0: Yes, we'll give them the warning, because we're going back draft house days. You get the warning then you get asked it's it's better for my uh
1: my mental well-being yeah being honest my anxiety always kicks in but that's to be said just let
0: just let us know let me know and i'll i'll handle if because sometimes i can't hear it i know you know that's the bad thing about (laughs) that's about having a hum in one of your drums you know what i'm saying so i can't always hear what i'm needing to do so if if any of the parishioners because i know that it was an issue maybe a couple of friday night frights just let me know
1: yep genius is happy to intercede on our benefits, but hopefully it is beneficial because again we look forward to it. we love everyone coming out and in all honesty, when we're watching Deep Blue sea is that Friday night fright when we're up front so fun and it's like mom think, came that's the other thing. I think it was the combination of like probably about five first time viewers you know seen it for the first time, your mom there of which now. You know, I've seen a number of films with her. Speaking
0: speaking of, like, good etiquette, I had to be like, mom, be quiet. You know, because yes, she, she gets like, excited. She's like, oh, look at that! And I'm like, well, I know, it, but you got to go. And, <laughs> like, it's, we're, it's okay to have a good time. But guess that? what?
1: You know what? It, it's Rennie Harlan. Yeah, you're going to so have a good time.
0: not shocked
1: that he's going to elicit that kind of response with someone.
0: We are talking about afterwards, people
1: don't give Rennie Harlan the credit he deserves. He he's, has made some Bangers. The problem is, is he's made um, what is admittedly kind of the dark horse of the oh, Die Cut Hard franchise. I,
0: oh, I didn't mind Die Hard 2 at all. But, but also, also for- he made Cutthroat Island, which is a tour. People are like, oh, it's notoriously bad cause it, and lost a lot of money. First he, of all, yes, it may have lost a lot of money, but again... We're in this weird mindset where they're talking about like, like, um, oh, The flush again. They're talking about like it didn't make any bit of viewing and streaming, and it's not, and people, and the Blue Beetle going to the movies not mm-hmm. making any money. Oh, it didn't make any money in the theaters and lost a lot of money, but still, that does not equate nah. a bad movie. No, well,
1: you know, it did put him in director jail though. It did because it did lose a lot of
0: money because a lot of people didn't see it. But it's not a bad. I didn't mind the movie, and every single Renny Harlan movie that I've watched, I've had a good time with. Well, it's, you know, as we mentioned, you talk about stuff in a Halloween
1: rotation in Shocktober. Uh, we also do Christmas with the Nerds. Mm-hmm. And our very first Christmas with the Nerds. Opened
0: up with the Rennie Harlan Jam. Uh,
1: the Long Kiss Goodnight, which is... This is great. Wonderful. Great movie. Uh, you, But also, uh, you forget that he uh, crafted a Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4.
0: Uh-huh, which is which is Some will argue... So cool.
1: Some will argue, and I'll listen to it, might be the best of the Nightmare series.
0: That fucking, uh, well, my favorite is three, but four has that roach motel kill, which is fuckery.
1: Screaming Mad George, thank absolutely, you very much. Absolutely, absolutely. So but it has I, some of the best kills. He also, though, directed what you could argue as some of Stallone's, uh, one of his better films from the 1990s, Yeah, in Cliffhanger. That also has uh banger of a performance by um oh oh good lord what's his name uh john lithgow thank you john lithgow and a a number fucking the rook is in it is a number of people are that has one of the more petrifying and terrifying intros of all time ah ah it's legit good but rennie harlan i think does get kind of a bad he does rep and but i do believe much like you He's entertaining. He is, regardless whether the film is critically acclaimed, whether or not it made bank, you're never bored with his movies. You know, they're they're he's big on the practical. He's big on kind of exploring and using CG as a tool, and not just the you know the tool belt itself.
0: And it's like he doesn't take his shit seriously. I mean, he makes serious <laughs> films, but they're always like they're fun, fun. They're a lot of fun. And going into this
1: movie, Ford Fairlane. That's right, he did. <laughs> Clint <laughs> Eastwood, I fucked him. <laughs> For better or worse, that's an entertaining film. Robert England is the bad guy in the Adventures of Ford Fairlane because
0: it was like four years after Nightmare Four. Mm-hmm. So he's like, ah, well, okay,
1: cool. He made the Rock and Roll Freddy. Might as well do a Rock and Roll Detective, right? Now it's yeah, his filmography. It's interesting. Oh,
0: shit, he did Cleaner? That movie was dope. I didn't know he did Cleaner. When was when did Cleaner come out? Uh, cleaner came out in 2007. That was a uh, blockbuster movie that I had. Very good. And I was like, oh, that movie was cool. He did. Oh, he did that movie Skip Trace with Jackie Chan and uh, Johnny Knoxville? Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> I, like, that's, I I've seen that. That's just too, so to say he's
1: still, he still has and has he's still making working. movies. Good. Good. And this is a movie that technically... If we're kind of Cronenberging this movie because there's a lot of genetic splicing going on, mm-hmm. it's very simply Jurassic Park and Jaws. Yeah, but through a Renny Harlan, Harlan filter. If we
0: were nerd knowledgeing it, we'd have to have and Renny Harlan Die hard, hard 2, hard <laughs> Nightmare Four.
1: That is to say, uh, there's a lot of practical explosions, mm-hmm. some incredible actual sets. Where actual light is bouncing off of actual things. And quite honestly, the use of practical sharks in the animatronics.
0: Yeah. Very well done. And wonderful. and real sharks too. Well, you know what
1: was really funny? Uh beforehand I ran into um a film club uh, Chris and Kelly. Uh-huh. And had mentioned we were doing Deep Blue Sea for Friday Night Frights. And Kelly was like, Well, you know, would you consider that a horror film? And I was like, oh, I will always I will always lean into killer sharks, you know, into horror jaws in that argument." Uh-huh. But I almost felt like I had to defend it, but rewatching the film and seeing the kills, it's fucking horror. They're so mean. <laughs> they're, they're 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 slashers. They they're they're as scheming as the shark was in Great White. Right. But they're they're
0: smarter. They're habitual Habitual, the habitual, habitual line steppers—they're like, I hear you talking shit. May I go get uh, see the doctor? Yeah, yeah. No. The great thing about the great thing about Deep Blue Sea again—you like you're saying, you saying—you have to feel like you defend it because the two movies that you Cronenberg it with, Jaws and Jurassic Park, are both movies that quote unquote normies are like, oh well, that's not horror. What that is is that's action thriller. Uh ah. no. Those are creature feature horror movies. So one, I think you're in. You're innate need to defend those movies as horror thus as transposed to this movie Mm -hmm. you know so which is unjustifiably so because the gore is absolutely there the gore is taught. they (laughs) They bifurcate a couple of people a several. few times, several, and then the fact that when one of the my big fat Greek wedding becomes big fat Greek toast when she like gets burned alive by the explosion, and it's almost Patrick Stewart. And, you see it all, you know. So it's. It's crazy. And I was like, goddamn, Rennie Harlan, you're that, nuts. That is Ada Tartura, though. That is Janice Soprano, not the big fat
1: Greek lady lady.
0: Who was the big fat Greek lady lady? Nia uh, Wasn't she in I the work? big fat? No, 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 no. No, that's
1: Ada Tartura that's in there. I promise you. Do I do I have?
0: Oh, okay. Well, okay. That, yeah, that is Ada Tartura. Ada
1: Tartura, yeah. Uh, Janet Soprano.
0: I, well, I got my uh, IMDb credits wrong. My apologies. Regardless,
1: regardless. In true Rennie Harlan fashion, she gets blown the fuck up.
0: Whole... <laughs> Needless to say, that fact, poor actress, I feel bad for
1: her. Well, and that's where, going back to when She's we were in theater nothing. too, the the, the the sheer power of the sound design with all of those explosions, mm-hmm. I, I was feeling it, mm-hmm. and it was actually adding to my overall enjoyment of the movie.
0: It felt like an action, it's an action horror movie. It felt like an action horror blockbuster. Yes. Yes, big budget, but see, like the Meg, at the end of the day, it's a shitty shark movie. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, well, turn your brain off and have
1: fun. But unlike the Meg, this one does lean into the big chum bucket that is the carnage and the gore. Yes. And the and again, the practicality, in fact. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Megalodon. The me- <laughs> but going back into that, though. Uh, looking at the actual practical sharks that they had with the animatronics and that one scene where Stellan
0: Skarsgård
1: and okay <laughs> let's 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 talk the cast actually let's... the cast is
0: stacked
1: well and it gives you that old f- kind of the old school feel of the big old disaster movies where you got a, an amazing cast of characters
0: it almost feels like Jurassic Park though because uh, you can put
1: I mean oh. you even got
0: Sam Jackson in both movies it's As almost the same kind of guy.
1: There's no mistake there's no mistaking that they they broke some ethical ground. You know, they're <laughs> honor
0: we represent the
1: Jurassic Park franchise. <laughs> Going from a movie last last week that was sued and couldn't play theatrically. Right? You had to think like, Really, guys? Okay, I guess but that is to say, Jaws continues to inspire mm-hmm. from nineteen seventy five to nineteen ninety nine with a movie like this, but Stellan Skarsgård, and his introduction, he's peeing in the wind.
0: As only as Skarsgård could, and he's probably really doing it.
1: That's just it. It then reminded me, I'm kind of glad we didn't get like Lars von Trier's Deep Blue Sea. because
0: Then we'd see it. it we'd, we'd be the wind. And you you, you, you know, see it all. You see it you all. You see everything. Again.
1: It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> but he gets to kind of lean into kind of the scummy scientist. In fact, the scientist that's always looking to smoke, and you could almost read into a heavy anti-smoking kind of screed
0: with the comeuppance. I felt bad, though, because like that, that was his smoke. And you know what? That was his smoking arm and the smoke that he fucking, like, as a person whose smoking arm did get incapacitated, that was awful. He, that was awful. I mean, don't get me wrong. What was worse is when that habitual line shark fucking used him as a battering ram, but which, at the same time, which is hilarious, and it
1: gave me shades of Jaws three three D when the yeah, actual absolutely. shark comes through.
0: Well, okay, so but hold on, the first one when they're trying to bring him up the helicopter, he dunked like a tea bag. Yeah, it reminded me of <laughs> it reminded me of Jurassic Park when they're dropping the cows. But also when Homer Simpson was like, ah, boom, 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 boom. When he was on the helicopter, just bad shit going down because he gets picked up, dunked, chewed on, bitten by the shark and uses the battering ram as a projectile to break the glass. All like while the shark's like, (laughs) you see this, he's still alive because he's got that fucking breathing apparatus. So he's watching the whole fucking thing. And throughout the entirety of all of that, I wasn't
1: given a genius monstrous giggle. But I was kind of having a genius monstrous giggle, good of a time. I, me
0: too. I was. I wasn't going to... Ah, no. But at the same time, like, <laughs> but the movie
1: was playing so wonderfully, and given the fact that you know I just watched Jaws, you know, in theater one just a week ago, mm-hmm. we were hot off the Great White viewing, and then going into Deep Blue Sea, <laughs> it's been quite a journey. Yeah. To see where we're at, you know, with the shitty shark films in the 1990s, but again a big budget shitty shark Again, that's with a big
0: budget cast. Right, that's the thing. People are mm. like, "Oh, you can't have a good time and like, oh, a shitty shark movie's got to be a shitty shark movie. You could just have a talented cast shitty shark mm. movie well, and make mm. it wonderful because yeah. this is cast it was very Tom Jane. Thomas Thomas motherfucking Jane, even though he was terrible in uh Predators, that that wasn't his fault. Ooh. Uh, we he, don't want to talk we're about we're not going to talk about predators and he might do some. he might have said some questions he'll think after i don't know whatever but he was great in the mist he's wonderful in boogie nights
1: as todd parker you know what he's really good in mm-hmm. arrested development yeah when he's just, like, i just want my kids back <laughs> and he plays the kind of the shark wrangler the the friend of the sharks, and that's why I actually played that Shark Hunter trailer with Franco Nero because he's basically kind of playing that kind of character. Yeah, he's playing that um Muldoon the from Muldoon. Jurassic yes. Park. Clever girls. Clever girls. But also you get Michael Rappaport,
0: mm-hmm. who is annoying but great. And he's great at playing annoying. Yeah.
1: It's his that's his bag. That's
0: his thing. And I I like I like Michael Rappaport, but at the same time, it's not like hate like. It's like, oh my God, you're so annoying, but you're engaging and charming. So And he's
1: playing kind of the engineer, the one that's very familiar with everything, mm-hmm. has a good handle on everything.
0: He's playing he's playing the Sam Jackson character from Jurassic Park that Sam Jackson's playing. <laughs> well, hold on to your butts. So let's talk right?
1: Samuel L. Jackson and his whole thing. I need the alive movie. That he
0: just got out of right where he had to kill his way out. We, we didn't know it was an avalanche. But here's the thing: it's
1: either it's either alive or ravenous. I'm not sure something
0: because he ate his way out. He had to eat people Do to you survive. Think he actually has the power. Went to go. Yes. Maybe that's why. But now maybe he's like. You know what? We don't know what powers he had. Maybe he's like half shark now. Sam, I'm a motherfucking shark He's going around. Actually, do you think the shark that ate him
1: then imbibed all the souls that he took in? Maybe. Wendigo shark.
0: Well, How come we don't have a Wendigo shark movie? There's other. There's other shark we're, movies. We going to have Wendigo shark. What I,
1: what I genuinely enjoy talking about people that love to work with Samuel L. Jackson is that guy loves to work.
0: Yeah, he does, and I love he, his work.
1: And he loves genre. You know, loves leaning into that, but his whole speech that he gives when he's talking about how like you think uh, the the shocks are fast, or ice, ice moves like it has a mind of its own, like a killer, and it re- it's a call to you know from dusk till dawn when the hammer. Why wow, I'm talking. so pretty? Yeah. <laughs> that whole thing, and you get to get that background, but then that's when he reveals that oh yeah, they were indeed. Oh, we had E people. Yeah.
0: yeah, we had E people to live. So And I'm, I'm just saying it right now. If we have to, I'll eat every single one of you. Right? you know, Me get... or the sharks. I'm surprised it wasn't a shark. It wasn't like a zombie tooth thing. You see just Sam Jackson at the bottom. I'm going to motherfucking eat you. Ow! Come here, bitch. He, he's got like a big jar of mayonnaise and relish trying to make a tuna cinnamon salad. Just having it at the shark. Mm-mm. So for
1: him to just be allowed... To be the Janet Lee in a way, right? And you have to envy anyone
0: that's still to this day doesn't isn't aware. No, of that. it's gonna like oh shit, because you're not expecting. Here's the big like rally speech, like come on guys, we can it? do this, and everybody's like yeah. And then they overcome the obstacles. Nope, shark just fucking Charmed. eats him, <laughs> chomps him, and, and then then, 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 then the insult to injury drags him down, and then one of them fucking beheads him, eats his head off. Yep. And then just swims away, and I'm like, great, great, great. As much as I love you, Sam Jackson, I kind of like watching you die, too,
1: you know? But it does set that whole thing up that no one is safe.
0: Right? In fact, there's Good. a lot of subversion of
1: tropes in this movie.
0: And they had to switch the endings because some of these people... You want you didn't want anybody them to go except one of them.
1: Well, And that is to say, with Saffron Burroughs as our main scientist... As, she's a party pooper from the word get. Well, she's she's the one that has the the motivation. She's the John Hammond. She's trying to cure Alzheimer's, which I understand. You know, she's our scientist, but of right. course, for the she, greater good. The greater good, and that's why I think you could probably kind of get away with showing this class and maybe an ethics course if you really wanted to stretch mm-hmm. the idea of a um, you know what ifs or like.
0: As Jurassic Park said, you were uh, too busy wondering if you could. You didn't uh, stop to realize if you uh, should. It's very true. Uh-huh. It's very true. It
1: works. And that's what I actually like then. But the fact that she's not really a likable character. No,
0: from the get. And she's a and on something, And she doesn't give a shit about anybody. No, but no. The, the fu- the, she's not but the bad thing about her you go you don't overly hate her no, if she was a straight-up villain you understand right little... she, it'd be different if she was that person you'd love to hate because like and you would want to see her because she's awful but, but she's, she's not, not. No. and that's what makes it worse because there's a fine line like oh like paul riser in aliens oh you are like oh you need to oh <laughs> i hate you so bad right in this one like, oh, you need to die because you suck. I understand why you're doing it, but you suck. And it's not not what I'm saying she sucks is not her acting. No, no It's just like but we have to do it. Like, okay, I understand your motivations, no. but you you're basically dooming the entire human race. Because you want to do some science experiments. You're a mad fucking scientist. I have no pity for you. That's, that's the thing. It's it's not overtly wanting her to die. It's no pity. Mm-hmm. Well, And, and it, that's worse.
1: And also in this kind of film, the person that creates the monster typically gets some sort of comeuppance for mm-hmm. creating the monster. And one thing that was established uh, when we were talking uh, shark exploitation is the fact that so many of these films will still frame the shark is the monster as the creature. And even one of the scientists when introducing Samuel L. Jackson's character was like, yeah, monsters beneath us Mm -hmm. versus no, they're just animals. And you all are now, you know, going against fucking with them. Yes. But you made this. Yes. Did the cat do that or did you do that? I did that. Oh my God. Okay. I was like, Jesus Christ, Frankie swole. Well, I mean, he probably, he has moved the chairs before. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Okay. Now, a couple of the main set pieces, especially once we get, you know, Stellan breaking the glass, everyone's scattering. Thomas Jane swimming with the sharks. Oh, swimming with the sharks. The whole set piece with LL and his bird. And you know what? I felt that, bad for the bird. Well, the first scene with when he's feeding him with the cream, it's... It's cute. I was going to say, it made me feel a little uncomfortable. It seemed sensual. And I don't know if it's just because it's LL Cool J, <laughs> but it's just, I, it, it was, you know, hey, you know, you're out there a long time. It's just you and the
0: bird talking. I don't know what's being said, but we have. I saw him more endearing like a man and his pet. I didn't see any like, wow, boom, I didn't wait for the boom, 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 I'm not saying
1: that. It's just, it just seemed very intimate. You know, it's kind of like if I, just if I ever, you know, feed Charlie stuff, you know, if I've you know she'll eat something i'll eat something you know it's Uh, like it's his pet it's in summer school when he's yeah it's the same thing it's it's, this i like that intimate that's you know there's that means something i mean
0: i'll put like i'll put my something on my finger like here you go you know to the kiddies or something but usually i'm like there you go I'll throw them the thing or I'll put them in the jar. You know, I'm it's, not like. It's a dog bird thing. I guess so. I guess so. Dave, I you mean, we're talking about you. Don't get me wrong. Like, I have those, like, squeezable things. It's <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> like, like fucking go-gurt for cats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it works. And then I'll do it that. Works. But I'm not going to lick them myself. And I don't give them people food because that's going to make them thick. But I like the relationship that they established. And I felt bad that, like, the bird got it. So there's your Yelp review. Should we have offered the animal trauma review? We warning? should have. Shit. We should have. But, I mean,. It was a CGI bird, although the CGI looked good. But the bird was a foul mouth, so did you feel bad for I don't I felt bad for foul mouth birds because I love foul mouth well, birds. Of, well, it's just as good as like a foul mouth kid or a foul mouth. But well, I don't, but I don't person. feel bad if a, but I don't feel bad if a foul mouth kid gets eaten. No, cuz I'm a monster. Half the kids.
1: Fuck the, yeah, and Michael Jordan. But we always are gonna have a soft spot for animals. Right. We are Foul-mouthed especially or not. now. You're bad. Right.
0: My baggage is getting worse with old age now. You've got a lot to carry, like, my friend. I know, the later I'm like, oh, I'm like, like at the wall, that snake got hurt. I don't want to see that snake die. And before, I was like, fuck that snake. You know? Now i like, poor
1: snake. But what I do appreciate, though, when you mentioned it, is the CG does look good. CG now does there, look good for its listen,
0: time and even now.
1: There are certain moments, and especially of when- Of
0: computer technology.
1: Of where it's a little bit more obvious. Uh-huh. I, in- Again, having just seen Great White, I went with it, because then the beats of CG that I think really work, really work. Yeah, that's because the thing. Because it's a good combination of the practical and the CG.
0: And that's the thing, exactly. It's not over-relied on CG, no, all CG. No, 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 So when there is a couple of scenes of bad CG, like, okay, cool, because the good, there's more, co- there's more in the pro category mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. there is the con. So overall, you can't be like, because there was some wonky, but nowhere near as wonky. And for, for 1997, 1999, you, I, 1999, that's pretty good wonky. And I think
1: a lot of people kind of unfairly give this film grief based on that CG that is very minimal in it.
0: Very minimal, because the most of it is a lot. Of, I mean, there is some a lot of CG, but a lot of practical and a lot of practical shark attack. And sharks fucking up people. The shark actually being smart enough
1: to not only turn on the gas with him, but to not be smart enough to realize that he has dived over. I love it. I love it. It's almost the
0: It's the um, the arrogance of the smart shark. Slapstickian in a way, Like, like he got stuck in the in the furnace himself. It's perfect. It's
1: perfect. And that's actually when you get one of the sharks disposed of. Yeah, with the lighter.
0: You get, because Sav- I, I I gotta say yeah I would fuck up a shark. I mean I'm not a bird person at all. I mean I would kind of actually I kind of would like a bird, especially if I could teach a shit. But like uh, <laughs> given your current
1: kiddo situation, exactly I don't know no, how, no, 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 that would no, no. not fly, no. my friend. But at the
0: same time, I'm I'm all understanding what LL Cool J is, and I felt bad for him, mm-hmm. and I and I felt his plight when he's stuck in there. He's like, damn. you know, even when he's throwing out the biblical references, and finally he's like, you killed my bird. <laughs> I know that's right, because if there was any as much as I would fear any beastie creature, anything like that, if a chud came and got one of my kitties, oh you better believe I'm going into sewer chud hunting. Okay. I'm going for vengeance. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, I'm petty. I'm petty. I'm seriously. And so like, first of all, you fuck with you fuck with my cats, you fuck with me. And like I could see why he's gonna fuck that shark up, and I was like, you tell that shark who's boss. You show him who's boss. Fucking stab him in the. Eye. And then later on, when he stabs him in the eye with the crucifix, I'm like, "That's fucking right. You full his ass." Chud hurts my kitty. He's gonna go. am go full chi on both eyes. Stick, stick. Lots of repeated stabbings. i have
1: forgotten how many times he full on him. <laughs> that was wonderful. Yeah, but no, yeah. Don't hurt. Don't hurt the pets. No, but we understand now. Exactly. We totally understand. Uh, there's the scene where you have Saffron get Saffron down to her Burroughs. skivvies.
0: An- another uh, Rennie Harlan jam. Which
1: is <laughs> the teenage boys. They'll love
0: this. I remember the joke. Well, wait, was it? No. I think she... Well, one of the jokes about Saffron Burroughs, and I said it was like, she was in Soldier Boy's favorite Netflix show. You! And like... That got Was the that boo? it, or that got that, the? Was that did that, that the get boo? the boo, or did that get the? I think eh. that got the. Ah. I think that you redeemed yourself for that, that one. That one, because there was another one where I said it was like boo, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm not familiar with that. They line. can't all be gold. In fact, I actually,
1: I kind of really only know her from this movie for the most part.
0: Yeah, I don't know shit about you too, <laughs> I, the band nor the the Netflix, but I do research and try to be iffy so i mean honestly i don't think i think this is the only thing that i seen of saffron burrows and it's sad that like i didn't like her character the fact that nobody liked her character the fact that tests they changed the entire ending one of the characters
1: calls them i think an icy bitch Mm -hmm. or just something along those like that inspired
0: a little bit of a kind of a guffaw from the audience right yeah because again because in the original movie I mean, in the original ending, she makes it to the end, and LL Cool J is the bait, right? Mm-hmm. She goes, she's the one that, like, ah, right. But then they're like, "Boo, kill her, save him," and they're like, "Okay, cool, that's and, down." And I, I 100% agree because if she made it, I'd be like, "No, yep, no, <laughs> no." One, she's cold, and nobody likes her. I don't like her, and she's the one that made the monster. She needs some sort of comeuppance. As much as she did it for the greater good and she had no ill intent, still, you did this. You need to pay for this accountability. So if they didn't let her go off scot-free without any sort of repercussion at all, without some sort of shark attack, even without death, anything short of death would have been anarchy. And what did they give us? A gruesome
1: death. hmm And Preacher surviving. Yes. Subverting almost every kind of trope you'd get with a movie like this. In fact... Uh, just a few years before L.O.'s in uh, Halloween H2O and manages to neo his one way of the through the better parts
0: yeah. One of the better parts of that movie, even though it's goofy. Yeah, yeah. But
1: that does lead us then to the ending of, and especially at this point now, with a lot of the films that we've seen, you've got to blow up the, sh- the shark somehow, be it with, again, the crotch dynamite. Be it with the, uh, let's see here. What else have we, the, again, the variety of things. To dismantle with the
0: shark. We actually got a little bit of uh, Jaws 1 and 2. So we got a, a blowing up of the shark in the gas tank. Mm-hmm. And then we had the electrocution of the shark in and and Saffron and Burrows. Two so like we got that. the Jaws 2. And so then in 3, we get the harpooning, the dynamite, electrocution, and explosion. So it's we get bad. like all of it, all Wait, in one. And There's no doubt. Checking off a lot of the
1: things that you would come to expect with a shark exploitation. The shark's got to die. The shark's
0: got to die. It's got to go boom. It's got to explode. In a great way. Mm -hmm.
1: And they indeed make it pretty memorable. Again, coming off great white, we're kind of looking at some intense shark explosions. Right. We want to see something big and booming. Mm. It was booming.
0: Okay. There was a lot of blood and viscera, dude. It was tremors level. It is
1: is a lot of chum in this water, but let's something we haven't talked about is that the actual name of the company in the organization,
0: Aquatics,
1: Aquatica, and I don't know if it's because we're in such again the day that this releases, uh, you know, society. I was kind of looking for like pineapples. Aquatica, I don't know if
0: anything under the sea is. Everything's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me, but no, I was Aquatica. To me, sounds like a golf course for mermaids.
1: <laughs> That's
0: a great, interesting concept. Come to Aquatica, where all the holes are sandy. You know, and just like, oh my god, and just. That sounds that sounds
1: Cronenbergian enough, almost like the phrase that Skarsgård gives when he was like talking about how when the world was old and just... His flesh and teeth. And you're like, flesh and Whoa.
0: teeth? What kind of world was flesh and you, teeth? That's why when Lars von Trier was watching this, is like, I, I like the this. cut of his jib. <laughs> Fucking, he's channeling Lovecraft. Oh. Fucking, this, these are genetically energy oh. sharks, not old ones.
1: And then, at the very beginning of the film, and something that you could win a bar bet on because number one the great late great ronnie cox Mm -hmm. in this movie number one there's number one bet you'd 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 ronnie cox
0: is in deep blue sea yes in the first four minutes what does he say not a fucking thing that's the second bet you win it looks like he's, he's the big he's the leader of
1: fucking everything. And you've got Samuel L. Jackson. You almost said it looks like did you did he have like a gun to his head? Right? Was he doing like a reverse killer clown's where he was actually making him talk somehow? Mm-hmm. It's so unsettling because and again, it's Ronnie Cox from the car uh RoboCop um, Um, You know, deliverance, Uh, he, total recall. I mean, he has been that guy.
0: And we're like, hey, it's that guy saying nothing. Is this weekend at Ronnie's? Like, what is this? (laughs) It's so weird.
1: (laughs) And you talk about people losing, but maybe he lost a bit. And there's no deleted scene.
0: It's not like, eh, I think he just showed up and, like, hey, can I be in the movie? Sure.
1: Maybe he was just a big fan of Samuel L. Jackson was like, do you mind if I just sit here with you in this scene? Cool.
0: Cool. Okay. Well, I'm under contract. I got to make one more movie. I got about an hour. Hey, can we... Yeah, sure. It's so Come weird. on on, Ronnie Cox. It's so weird. Maybe, maybe he was just like, dude, I really want to work with you. Yeah, Maybe Randy Harlan's just a huge Ronnie Cox fan. I, why wouldn't he be? Exactly. It's Ronnie Cox. We're all Ronnie Cox fans. <laughs> Which is why it's so befuddling. Even if you don't realize that you're a Ronnie Cox fan, am and I'm like, holy shit, I'm a Ronnie Cox fan. Well,
1: let me ask you this. Are you a fan... Of any of the sequels that this movie has put out. I
0: have not seen any of the sequels. Neither have I. I have the three-disc volume Do box you? set is it, for them.
1: Is it wrapped? I Do, don't okay. know. That, I don't know if that's worthy of that. I don't think so. Because I've I've actually heard decent things about... Three? D3, yes. I heard three
0: is pretty good. I heard three is definitely... I good. heard one is the best, but... Which makes sense. Which is
1: always the case.
0: Well, yeah. not well, always. No. <laughs> not always. But... The majority of the time, one is the best. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, and I'm not ready to taint the waters yet.
1: Well, and this is, like I said, this was very much an audible. The, we were going more into, and this is very much like you said, very much in the shitty shark timber, mm-hmm. but just high budget, much like with the Meg. With the Meg, exactly. Big budget shit shark. Kind of a nice reminder, because also this month on uh, Patreon, our new horror
0: episode, Melodon. The Trench, which they're still making big-budget shitty, big shitty shark movies because people <laughs> love big-budget shitty shark movies. Again, there's something, uh, Thucylophobia. Yeah. The Fear of the Unknown Waters. Again, what's scarier, than, what's, what's scarier than smart sharks? But it was so funny, too, looking at the crowd that came out, I think a
1: lot of the people that were first-timers were usually, it was like either a couple with one of them seeing it or like a, a crew in this case and they you know you're dragging a person there to yeah. watch it for the first time so i was just so excited for them and that's to say that this stuff still will pull people out and i think the people that got pulled had a good time i think they did i think they did gauging by did did the mom have a good did mom have a good time
0: oh yeah she really liked it yeah
1: she yeah. really liked it No, this was this was definitely a blast to see and
0: motherfucking sharks
1: and e- e- again motherfucking just snakes on the motherfucking plane the journey again hopefully that couple had uh-huh a good time I'm yeah. hoping. i'm hoping but
0: all of that again don't make it a habit of coming out just to boo of course unless we, we play phantasm ravager right which we will not i don't want to i don't want to put anybody through i don't i don't I'm not gonna say that i don't want to put us through that, that again
1: i don't want to get booed again that is fair That is fair. So, final thoughts as we wrap up on The Deep
0: Blue Sea? I really enjoyed it. I have not seen that movie for a while. It's been a while. I think I I saw it maybe 2007, 2008. But, like, so it's been a minute. It was so much fun. It was, again, Rennie Harlan. He makes good fun movies. Makes a good shitty shark movie.
1: He makes a great shitty shark movie. I had a blast with this one as well. Now, that being said, I'm now... What, oh, wading into uncharted waters next week. This <laughs> is definitely the one that
0: oh yeah you're right
1: but I don't think we'll veer I don't know. I'm now. Oh no! It's not. No, it's
0: not going to get sexy. I don't have to sign a waiver for this. No, no it's no, not going to get okay, sexy. Good, good. There's just going to be tentacles. So <laughs> i making, making a bigger deal than it is. We're going to. We're going to Shark, shark to Country.
1: There it is. There it is. There it is. So until that time, this is Greg D. I'm
0: Genius McGee, and we'll see you in your dreams. Eaten by a motherfucking shark.